Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Three, two, one, and we are back. And yes, we listen to what you ask us to talk about on the podcast. Yes, we read your messages when you message us, um, especially over on Instagram or when you text me directly. And this is a topic that you are asking for. You are wanting to know how to get your listing sold in this market. Some of you, not all of you, I realize, but some of you are sitting on inventory and it's starting to collect. It's actually not selling. Well, here is your solution. Listen to this podcast and the one tomorrow and maybe the one the following day, depending on how many stories we tell, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, But really, at the end of the day, this is also your listing plan of action when you take a new listing. So if you have a listing that's not selling, we've got your plan for you. If you are going on a listing appointment or hope to go on a listing appointment, maybe use these 15 uh, real points as how you can make these into points for you and share those with your seller as your listing plan of action. Or frankly, it's just other uh, great source of media, social media content. And that's the reason we position all of our and create all of our content for you. So you can use it for multiple different ways. And we're going to give you 15 points today. Uh, well, not today, but 15 points over this little mini podcast series. So get ready to take great notes. Now, something else that we've been getting a lot of questions about, and I'm going to officially let all of you know that Julie has decided that she's willing to take on five additional new coaching clients. So this is not going to be a good fit for all of you. Most of you are going to be much happier in Premier Coaching, which is our best-selling coaching program. But for those of you who are looking for the highest level of coaching in the industry, many people have referred to Julie as the number one real estate coach in the nation. Well, we are just named the number one real estate coaches of 2022. But if you're looking to really work with a very, very high-end professional real estate coach, Julie Harris is your answer. She's not only going to uh, obviously be able to work with you on your sales skills, but also scaling your real estate business and all price ranges and the rest of it. So if you're interested in hiring Julie as your personal uh, coach, she's, oh, what, you said five spots, right? Five, but only if they're serious. Yeah, only if that's really the criteria. It is. If they're not serious or if they're not as serious or if they're not really ready for, frankly, having you as their coach, we do have options as well. Mm-hmm. But for those of you who are ready to move up to what arguably is the most qualified real estate coach in the nation, please do consider Julie and you can text me directly and I'll uh, coordinate you speaking with her. And that is 512-758-0206. And yeah, I mean, it'll be a little bit of a getting to know you session. And if she's a good fit for you, she determines she is and you determine she is, well then there you go. And if not, we have other coaches as well. But Julie has openings for five of you who are interested in moving up to having her as your personal coach. Text me directly at 512-758-0206. All right. So without any further delay, Julie. Yes. So along with more inventory comes longer days on the market, fewer showings, no more competing offers in some cases, and more power to qualified buyers. Now, things are not moving in lockstep like they were over the past several years. So one thing that I've noticed from so many coaching calls is that sometimes you're still having a listing that sells like that. It's going to go quickly. Maybe it has multiple offers. You didn't even get a chance to do an open house. But other listings... It's the second weekend and you've had two showings. It's the third weekend and you have no showings. So what causes a listing not to sell? Why does it expire? Why does it get deprioritized by buyers or buyer's agents? 
And why would a seller fire you when it's only been on the market a few weeks? Now, be creative with what we're talking about. We're going to give you 15 points. Imagine you using these points, again, presenting them to a uh, freshly expired seller. Or imagine you using these points to create uh, little short uh, YouTube videos around each of these points where you're explaining really, you know, essentially what we're about to tell you. And then you're gearing all those short videos towards uh, prospective expired sellers in your marketplace. You guys get it? So make sure you're thinking a little bit out of the box, but primarily this is designed to help you, those of you with sellers uh, that are listings that aren't selling, this is going to be your solution. So Julie, point number one. Yes. So point number one, ask yourself, these, these points are in question format. Point number one, is your listing poorly presented? Perhaps it has poor or no staging. This can include things like clutter, questionable smells, not being clean, and not being bright. Some houses just show really dark. The goal for the listing is to show like a new construction model home. So consider adding shoe covers in a basket in the foyer. Welcoming signage could include the adage, please remove your shoes or cover them to protect the floors, which may someday be yours. We did that on all of our listings. We did. And that was a little great saying your father actually thought of for us. I will say this is the reason that number one is such an important thing with regards to staging. Um, is because you're competing in a lot of markets with new construction. Mm -hmm. And new construction, as you guys know, has got it going on as far as staging. So if your buyer is contemplating a house that's new or a house that's resale, and the resale looks old and used, well, your house is going to sit on the market for a long time. The challenge you're going to have personally, and the challenge your sellers are going to have, is they were spoiled by the largely previous seller's market, and they have never actually had to completely position the house for sale. For a long time, years actually, you could kind of put a dirt bag house for sale overpriced and have competing offers. It just had to be available. That's it. And some of you, again, most of you, frankly, were spoiled by that. But now it is incredibly important that you have the house in absolute tip-top condition. Now, I'll give you a little bit of advanced coaching here. One of the problems you will run into more often than you would like <laughs> is the problem is the seller. The problem is the seller has too much junk. The seller has too many animals, too many pets. The seller just is not going to ever be very cooperative in getting the house properly presented uh, to actually get a contract on the property. And then you have to then be in the position of telling the seller that, guess what, Mr. Seller, the house is not selling because it smells like orangutans or something, right? I mean, it's not going to Or be... worse, sometimes the unidentifiable smell is worse than the one you can identify. Ex well, yeah. Depending, right? <laughs> or strange stains. I mean, all of you be in, you, once you're in the industry long enough, you're going to have your own set of funny stories to share. But well, There's an entire website dedicated to that, by the way, which is like worst listing, worst... Uh, MLS photos, and it has things like the agents, and you guys have all seen this, agents taking a picture in the bathroom where the mirror is reflecting the agent taking the picture, and that distracts you from seeing what might be beautiful about the bathroom. So it does matter now. It it wasn't really your fault for a few years that you could just throw it out there and win, but it does matter now. And some of your sellers are going to be very reluctant about getting the houses uh, prepared correctly. This, when Julie and I were selling real estate, I'll never forget this listing we went into. There was a divorce. You know what I'm about to talk about, right? Mm -hmm. There was a divorce and we went upstairs and the house was largely empty because he'd actually moved on and bought another house and they're selling the old familial house. The wife was gone, you know, the whole thing. And there was a big, nasty, obvious blood stain, not from like, you know, a lot of blood is what I'm telling you here. It was in the middle of what I think was the master bedroom on the carpet. And we had to talk that seller into actually replacing the carpet in that house because he didn't quite understand the importance of doing that. Yeah. Not gross. making that up. So you're going to have to sometimes have a home stager go in there and be the bad guy when you have a poorly, essentially a house that's in kind of ratty condition. You'll have to find a local stager. 
Um, maybe it could be the person that takes pictures or it can be a stager in some markets. There's obviously quite a few of these people. Some of you guys are uh, stagers as well. Have somebody go in there and make a list in a dispassionate, honest way. So they're the bad guy. Uh, when you walk into a seller's house and there's a lot of, you know, usually it's too much furniture, not, not enough, too many family things, too many, you know, chotskis and collectibles, you're going to have to have someone tell them to box that stuff up or the house isn't going to sell in this market. So there you go. These are ideas that are designed to open your think or expand your thinking and not just settle for a poorly presented house. Point right. number two. Point number two. Does your listing have a non-compelling description? This includes plain vanilla words like open excuse me, open an airy floor plan. Don't make it sound like every other listing. Make the description convince agents to show the property first. Best part of that, Julie, you can go into the more of these facts here in a second that you're mm -hmm. about to share. But nowadays, it's easy, easier than ever to write a compelling description because you can use chat GPT. Uh, and there's other, uh, you know, chat-based AI uh, products that are coming out as well. Google's coming out with one. And if you've not yet used these services, uh, they're incredibly easy to use and free. And there's going to be a subscription model of it as well. But I'll give you how an idea how simple it is. You're going to maybe find another description of a similar property somewhere on the MLS or somewhere, somewhere, right? And it doesn't matter where. You can drop that description into ChatGPT. It'll rewrite it as fresh, non-copyrighted content. You can even go in there and say, for example, um, you could just use keywords. You could say, uh, chat GPT, I always say please, right? Chat GPT, please write a description of 123 Elm Street. It's, you know, 3,500 square feet. It's on, you know, half acre. It's two car garage. And it's a designed in a country theme or you guys get the idea. And then drop it in there and it will do. And you can even, here, how about this? You can even tell chat GPT to write it in a, uh, you can have it write a poem. You can have it right in. Make it sound like a British Homes magazine. Exactly. You guys get it? Make it sound like it's a British Homes magazine. Like I remember, again, I'm reflecting a lot on these listings we had because Julie and I were, we got really good at listing and selling expired uh, sell listings. And a lot of the best sellers over the long term were the ones that had expired sometimes once, twice, and three times. And we took the listing. But there was this one that Julie wrote a description on, and it had this really audacious, very steep driveway. I remember that house. Yeah. And we lived in a place in central Ohio where there was snow and ice. So if there was snow and ice on that driveway, I got news for you. You were not going up that driveway, or at the very least, if you tried to pull out in the morning, you were coming down faster than you wanted to. <laughs> That's right. Well, so she wrote this, and the description was terrible. It had been on the market for like over a year, believe it or not. And it, overall, it was a really gorgeous house in a very nice community. So Julie rewrote the description, made it sound like it was some sort of, you know, chalet up on some, you know, Swiss Alps, something or another. And guess who bought it? A new CEO that was coming in to work for Mettler Toledo, I believe. Mm -hmm. And he was guessed from where? Someplace where there was snow all the time. And he loved Julie's description. Now, she put a lot of time into that description. And nowadays with chat GPT, you don't have to worry about it anymore. So people are going to make their decisions on what they want to see. And they're not only going to make their decisions what they want to see, but what their, what their um, uh, feeling is about the property. If you've got a great description, if you've got great pictures, uh, you're halfway there. But here's the real bottom line. You need to write really good descriptions and you need to have really good pictures, uh, you know, as far as the compelling description for the sake of winning more listings. Because the reality of it is, is if you have a listing that's priced correctly, it's put in the MLS, uh, you know, it's price condition location, right? That's basically the bottom line. Price, price it correctly, you know, condition is appropriate for the market. 
Um, and, you know, it's uh, price, condition, location. The location is what the location is. So if you have all those three things, you put it in the MLS, it's going to sell itself. The reason that you take really good pictures, the reason you write really good descriptions, the real reason you do all that isn't to attract a buyer. It's a to, to uh, placate the seller, frankly, to make the seller happy. Anyone that's been in the business for more than five minutes know that's true. But also to attract more sellers from that one listing that I just described to you guys, we took other listings with different sellers because yes, they saw us sell what appeared to be an unsellable house, but they really love the fact that we put so much extra work into, you know, with a compelling description, making the house appear maybe more than it was, but you know, this, the new buyer, the new owner loved it and that was all it took. Well, it resonated with them. That's what you're trying to do. You're trying to touch some feelings so that they want to see the house and you're doing that on two levels. One is to the buyer's agent who is deciding what to show or not to show that day. And of course, directly to the potential buyer that sees it and says, huh, that sounds really nice. You know, my brain is really popping off with ideas. Imagine if you were to start to have, I mean, going back to chat GPT, if you were to start having chat GPT write some romantic poem, that becomes your new description for your listings. <laughs> that I could mean, be really cool. That I'll, could be like your thing, right? That could be your thing. A lot of sellers would absolutely love that. You wrote this really beautiful, you know. A sonnet to their home. I was about to say sonnet yeah. too. Yeah. A sonnet to their home. And you can use that for future listing opportunities as well. It's going to be something that will differentiate you in the marketplace. And the best part is using chat GPT makes the effort effortless practically. Yes. We're not taking more time. We're taking less time. Okay. So here's an interesting fact. And this is right from coaching calls, Tim. The mindset of most buyers and buyer's agents still has not shifted completely to the conditions of the new market. Many agents and qualified buyers still believe they're going to have to compete with other contracts, pay over the list price, not be able to inspect the home, waive the appraisal contingency, and pay a higher interest rate. Now, the rate thing, that's a sliding scale week to week. But the conditions of the contract is inaccurate, as we've already seen in the return of contingencies. That is a top question in our coaching day-to-day -day, uh, Facebook series. In other words, again, some of you guys are brand new. Most of you are not, but some of you are. Uh, you're probably not going to be educated because you're probably, you know, frankly, not your office, your office manager, your team leaders never had to write home sale contingencies, finance contingencies, all these contingencies, all these things that are frankly uh, relevant now. Uh, so if you don't know how to do all those things, you seriously need to consider joining our premier coaching program because you're going to have to know how to compete in this new market with the skill sets that this market demands. Premier Coaching is free for you for the first 30 days. And yes, that includes a daily semi-private coaching call. If you want to join Premier Coaching, it's very easy. Just text the word Premier to 47372. Text the word Premier to 47372. Or if you'd prefer, just go to premiercoaching.com. And Premier Coaching does, again, include an unbelievable amount of really immediately valuable content on lead generation scripts, skills, presentations. So text the word Premier to 47372 or just go to premiercoaching.com. Remember when texting message and data rates may apply. So if you have a listing and it hasn't sold yet and the seller would consider some of these contingencies, here's how you handle that. Write in your MLS descriptions and your agent-to-agent -agent comments that your seller would consider, you're not guaranteeing they'll take it, but they would consider a home sale or closing contingency and will allow home uh, inspections. This will motivate buyers who have already sold their homes to see your listing and write an offer. So that's how you deal with a shifting mindset and your listing sitting there. Another idea for you, if you're getting a lot of questions about your listing and the buyer's agents are maybe filling up your inbox, one of the best things you should always do is in, I know that all buyer agents will use it, but it in the agent-to-agent -agent comments, put whatever the answers to the most 
you know, frequently asked questions are. Maybe it's a weird property because it's got a weird size lot, or maybe there's an easement, or maybe there's a whatever. Put all the answers to all the questions you know you're going to get in the agent to agent. And then when the agents find you to ask you the question about this, that, or the other, if they haven't searched agent to agent, then just tell them to go look and they'll get the answers to all their questions. Um, and also within the agent to agent comments, you need to start remembering those of you who are in our premier coaching program to use the ultimate addendum. That's where you're essentially, if you're on the listing side of things, you're letting the buyer's agent know the minimum standards for what you deem as an acceptable lender's letter. And again, this is another powerful thing. If you're on the buyer side of the equation, make sure your buyer, your lenders are actually using what will be a market appropriate lender's letter, or you're going to be writing offers. Your offers aren't going to get accepted because the listing agents are not going to be getting lender's letters from you that are up to par with what this market demands. That's right. So point number three or question number three, are your listing pictures boring? We talked about the description, but are the pictures boring or worse, are they off-putting? Now this includes tiny iPhone pictures, pictures with kids sleeping in their beds, kitchen pictures with dirty dishes, bathroom pictures with toilet lids up, the agent's reflection in the bathroom mirror, and any number of unprofessional pictures. Now, this is really easy to fix. You can hire a professional photographer or, less expensive than that, take a photography class yourself. There's lots of easy and free photo tutorials on YouTube. I think there's one called iPhonePhotographySchool.com. I was about like to say that. I would not necessarily discount your ability, a dear listener, to take your own pictures. The problem is, if you're going to take pictures of a seller's house are you going to be willing to tell the seller to essentially position the house correctly to clean their crap up? Are you going to be willing to tell the seller to put away their a thousand blue and white dishes hanging on the wall? You know, are you going to be willing to tell the seller those types of things? Because if you're not, then you need to have somebody come in there and do that sort of emotional heavy lifting for you. But you can use an iPhone. There are the new iPhone, especially the new 14 Pro. Mm -hmm. it, if you learn how to use it, it really does take very compelling pictures that frankly are professional quality. And none of it's very hard. You just have to know the tricks. Right. And same goes with the new uh, using iPhone. I'm looking at an Apple commercial all of a sudden, <laughs> but also using it for uh, taking short videos. You can use the iPhone, the new ones especially, and it, you can just walk around and it takes out all the jittering from you walking. Your steps are smoothed out so that you, it doesn't show up in the video. There's the technology nowadays. Everything you can do is right in, the hand, in your hand, assuming you're on an iPhone. I don't know anything about Androids, but they're probably equally as good. Point number four. Point number four, does your listing have too many showing restrictions? Now, this became rampant in the previous hot sellers market, and I still see a smattering of this. Do you have too many showing restrictions? If you can only show it, on a Friday afternoon, if the baby isn't sleeping and it's sunny outside, you're not going to get very many showings. If you can't show it, you can't sell it. So make sure you're talking to your seller about showing restrictions. If they've got something to deal with, like sleeping kids or you know an elderly parent or somebody they've got a schedule around, you can work out a system where you've got the lockbox on a basket. They put it out when somebody's coming. They bring it back in. But don't make it difficult even to see it. We're not in that market anymore in most cases. Well, that's a big one. And again, when you're going in, uh, you're talking with potentially expired sellers and you're, you know, digging a little bit and you're going to show them point number four, does your listing have too many showing uh, restrictions? You might find that the house was did have too many showing restrictions. They only went showings every third Wednesday of the fourth year of the full moon, whatever. Uh, and guess what? There was no condition issue. There was no location issue. There was no price issue. There was a seller showing restrictions issue. Remove that and the house sells in 22 seconds. The seller just didn't know 
that these restrictions were killing a potentiality of a sale because a previous listing agent didn't tell them uh, because maybe they didn't know or maybe they just weren't professional enough to know the truth. That's right. Especially true in the upper end because that could be a relocating executive who's making a decision today. And if you restrict the showing, they're not even going to see your house. So uh, let's see. Point number five, does your listing have poor or no curb appeal? 50% of the buyer decision, buying decision, is made from the street. Does your listing look like a house that somebody would be proud to come home to, or does it look abandoned? Do some, do some simple things to improve the curb appeal, like adding a wreath to the door, putting out a nice front doormat, plants on the porch, and keeping up with the landscaping. Some of you have had listings that haven't sold in a month or two, and you haven't driven by them in a couple weeks. Make sure that you're circling back, and it looks like some place that I, you would want to sell. Now, here's another. This is, again, a, it's a personality issue, but you're going to run into sellers who don't give a rat's butt about curb appeal, even on really expensive houses. Yeah. Their houses are going to look like, you know, banks from the 1990s, right? Very little landscaping. It's going to look very strange. And so you're going to have to then make the decision to help those sellers, you know, do the right thing with regards to landscaping to get the curb appeal up. Uh, the sellers are going to be very reluctant sometimes. The sellers are going to be very, you know, nervous about the cost of doing some of these needed things. And sometimes they're going to have to go through a little bit of time on the market and some bad experiences with the a negative feedback from why the uh, house hasn't sold. Again, if you're not using uh, homefeedback.com or a similar system, you might want to consider that. So Julie, let's wrap up for today. I think sure. we've given enough information. Hopefully your brain is working in the direction of really focusing in on becoming a powerful listing agent. That is what this market is all about. It is the best opportunity for all of you guys to become listing agents in at least the last 15 years. Expired sellers are where your focus needs to be. That's one of the first things we're going to teach you how to do is go after expired sellers. Our partner in going after expired sellers, where you get the data, you don't have to search it yourself, is Red X. So if you're not yet a subscriber to Red X, we strongly encourage you to use our discount code to save 150 bucks. Just text the word RED, R-E-D, to 47372. Text the word RED, R-E-D, to 47372. We'll text you back a link. You then sign up for RedX. You save 150 bucks, And then the system is very elegant. You will wake up every morning. It'll already have researched the newest expireds. It'll then tell you what their phone numbers are, oftentimes multiple phone numbers, and a lot of other information as well. If you use their dialer, you press a button, and the thing is now dialing those prospective sellers for you. And then you will be able to have a lot of conversations a lot quicker. Stop wasting your time trying to research this yourself. It really is an elegant solution to a problem that all of you have, which is you're not calling expireds when in fact that's the biggest opportunity in this marketplace. So text the word RED to 47372. In the meantime, guys, thank you for continuing to make this the number one listen to daily podcast for real estate professionals in at least the United States. We love the fact that so many of you are appreciative of the content we're providing. And I also know, and I can tell by reading all your great uh, positive feedback and five-star reviews, that you are feeling more optimistic because of this market. You are realizing that you can choose to succeed at an incredibly high level or you can choose to stall out or eventually fail. It's up to you. The choices you make are all in alignment with the, your mindset with regards to being of service to people. And in this market, and I know that sounds trite, but it's not. In this market, there's more sellers and more buyers, frankly, that need you now than before. Before, the market was essentially buoyant because of FOMO, fear of missing out. 
Now you're going to have to have skills. You're going to have to really be focused on what, again, your highest and truest purpose on this planet is, which is being of service to other people. If you're already in alignment with that, now let's backstop it with skills, and that's what our coaching programs are all about. So again, thank you for continuing to make this number one list to daily podcast for real estate professionals in at least the United States. You guys have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you on the show tomorrow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.